Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast. It is 2022, and after a three-week hiatus and break from our podcast, we are back with some fun today. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. On this podcast, you'll hear real topics about real life. They cover everything from married sex to raising kids to loving your spouse so much that you're willing to forgive them for occasionally being the most annoying person in the world. Trey and Lee have raised four boys, been married over 30 years, and somehow still really like each other. And now, live from the metropolis of Childress, Texas, a place so flat you can watch your dog run away for three days, here are your hosts for the Stronger Marriage Podcast, Trey and Lee Morgan. Hello, everybody. We are so glad to be back with you guys. Yeah, it's been three weeks and we've had a nice break and we're ready to get rolling. We have two or three weeks worth of episodes lined out uh, and we're excited about them. Yeah, we hope y'all had a fantastic uh, Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff. Um, We have a little bit of a cough. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So if if we, uh, if you hear us clear our throat or cough, occasionally just just bear with us we're gonna get through it everybody has a head stuff where we live everybody um some of them's covid some of it's just allergies we have not had rain in about three months and yeah we need some rain it's dry Um, we finally broke down and and bought a humidifier today so hopefully that'll help a little i went today just because we have a workshop coming up and several things going up coming up and had a covid test just to make sure with the cough and the congestion that I wasn't positive and I was negative and you know I've got the same thing so we're we're here we're you may hear us cough but we're gonna have a little fun with this we're we're excited about it we're gonna be in Canadian Texas this weekend we're excited about that we are 10 days away from, from a cruise a marriage cruise and we're excited about that nice some warm weather, some humidity. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we get over this cough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will so be ready for that. Uh, we had a good Christmas. We had lots of family in. It was just good, good fun. Um, and, and we just hope everybody else did too. Yes. Thanks for being patient. It made us feel good. We had a couple of you reach out to us and go, when is the podcast coming back? <laughs> and that made us feel good. You yes. listen. Yes. Thank you for that. Well, what we thought we'd do today is, um, this is 2022, and usually the first week everybody talks about New Year's resolutions, and we we just kind of want to talk about picking up your marriage game to the next level in 2022. Maybe maybe about eight things that you could really do that would really kind of just put a little spark back into things, and these are going to be basic. These are things, some of the things we've covered before. They're just good things for you to be reminded of and maybe to talk about your spouse, talk with your spouse about them. And uh, uh, so we're going to cover about eight things. It's good, healthy things. If you kind of want to pick things up, get a little extra spark, take it to the next level in 2022. That's right. Try these things. We, we were going to call it, you know, New Year's resolutions for your marriage. But since we're already, uh, what, 12 days into the new year, and, and a lot of people don't really... <coughs> you know, aren't really into New Year's resolutions, but uh, these are goals. These are good goals to aspire to in marriage uh, that that will take it to the next level if you'll just dig in there and get to work and, and put these things into practice. 
That's exactly right. So let's kick this off. We're going to cover about eight things that you can do. And uh, right off the bat, this one we think is really important. Couples who have started doing this will tell you it is one of the best things that they do as a couple. And this may make you a little uncomfortable if you're not doing it, but we want to encourage you to give it a try, and that is pray together as a couple. Now, you can pray for one another, but actually praying together is just a really healthy thing to do. And that doesn't mean you have to have sit down and have a big talk on the couch and prayer time. If you want to do that, that's great. We're just talking a quick prayer before your spouse <coughs> leaves for work. And there's your first cough. <coughs> one for Lee, wow, they none just, for me. They just come out of nowhere. You were fighting that, weren't I was. You are trying to hold off. You get this little tickle and then there's just nothing, you know. It's like when you're sitting in church and you can't make noise and you <laughs> it's just worse. Sorry, didn't even bring that up. <laughs> so, so tell us about prayer and why that's important. Um, as a couple, for a couple. It just, it really just lets your spouse see into places of your heart, maybe that you don't always share. Um, it, it's just, it, it is, it's just really healthy to do this together, to, you know, go to God together in prayer. Um, it just kind of says, you know, that God's important in your life, that your faith is important, uh, that you depend on Him. Uh, for strength in your life and in your marriage. Uh, so it, it is a, a really good, healthy thing, a good, healthy habit yeah. to get into. And, and in case you're, you've not done this, let me just kind of help you for a little bit. And I'll just give you, a, you, can, you can look up a prayer for your marriage and just read one together. Uh, you can wait until the lights are out at nighttime and simply say something as simple as, Dear Lord, bless our marriage, bless our family. In Jesus' name, amen. That's pretty simple. But as you do that more often, you'll get more comfortable. Uh, but, but praying together is a very healthy thing to do. And if you've never done this, we encourage you to step it up and do it. You've got sexual intimacy. You've got emotional intimacy that comes through conversation. And you've got spiritual intimacy. And a lot of couples miss out on this. That's right. Um, you know, I, I've, I've gotten on an email list uh, of marriage after God. Is that right? Did I say that right? I think you did. Okay. I want to be sure and, and give the right shout out to them. Marriage after God. And I got on their email list of prayers that they send out uh, pretty much almost daily, I believe. Um, and they're just excellent prayers for your marriage. Uh, they're so good at writing these prayers. They're short, uh, but they, they say a lot. They pack a punch in one little short prayer. And these would be good things to pray together if, you know, if you just need a little help on, on what can we pray about. Um, you know, specifically for your marriage. Now, it's great to pray for your family and your kids and, you know, to come uh, to God on behalf of others. Uh, but if you want some, some very specific things to pray for your marriage, these prayers uh, from Marriage After God are just excellent. Do you they want, are. Should, we, should we just read this yeah, one? Yeah, here's one okay. that you sent me yesterday. I did. I sent this to Trey yesterday. I just thought it was so read good. That. So they called it Prayer, Our Purpose. Uh, it says, Dear Lord, Thank you for another day to live and another day to love. We thank you for our marriage. We thank you for the time that we spend together and the conversations we share, the memories that we get to make, and for the simple moments like when we hold hands. We pray you would remind us to take advantage of the time we have to love each other in big ways and small ways, in extravagant ways and simple ways. Thank you for the purpose you have designed in marriage. 
We pray our love would reflect your love. We pray our relationship would be a testimony of your power and grace. Please help us every day to serve one another out of reverence for you. May our marriage continue to fulfill your purpose here on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. That's good stuff. So, excellent prayer. Uh, check into Marriage After God. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, You can right? find them on, on I think, all, I think all of the social media outlets. And uh, there's probably a, a link where you can join their email list and, and get these prayers every day. Very good. Let's talk about number two of, of the eight that we're going to do to kind of step things up. Have fun together. Why is having fun important for a married couple? Well, I mean, it's... If your marriage is built on friendship, friendship, it has a much higher percentage of survival uh, than those that aren't. I mean, it's just that simple. Um, it's essential that you find common ground on things you like to do together and then do them. Spend time together building your friendship. Yeah. Uh, I think about some of my guy friends I hang out with, mm -hmm. and I'm friends with them because we do things together that exactly. we like to do. Yeah. Um, I've made memories with them. Uh, I think about uh, times I've gone fishing with them or hiking with them or something. Um, and, and the same is true for my marriage. Um, I've got, if I want to keep my friendship strong, I have to spend time with the person that I'm married to doing some fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Not just raising kids, not just paying bills, not just, uh, and that may be, that may be dating that may be you know going for ice sneaking out for ice cream just whatever just little stuff mm -hmm. if you've got a house full of kids and you just can't take off and go hiking together or go do something together um but have some fun together yeah you know build your marriage on some friendship you build some memories together we we, we pulled out a board game the other night and and played a board game just the two of us um it was fun we don't do that very often but it was fun but you know what we did do is you won and you win every stinking time <laughs> no, no, on board games no, yes, all the time no. but anyway she won but it was close it was close it was close but it was fun and we had a good time doing it and and we didn't have phones out we just we just visited and talked and played a game together and we need to do that more often we do um, fun. yeah and and like i said just just simple fun things like that are great uh but those also those hobbies that you have together those are the kinds of things that really uh, can spark conversations. You know, we talk about how important conversation is. And, you know, if you think, oh, we just don't have anything to talk about. Well, you need to have uh, a hobby together. You need to have a common interest because you can always talk about whatever that interest is. Mm -hmm. That is right. That is right. So pray together, have fun together. Don't stop dating. And that's how you can have some fun together. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm not trying to stop while you're coughing. I am sorry. You're all right. Uh, don't stop dating. Um, this should be a weekly, minimum bi-weekly. And, and I get really, really frustrated with people on social media who go, you just don't understand. We don't have any money and we can't afford babysitting. And we're like, we have said this a million times. Dating doesn't have to be expensive. Go for a walk at the park. Eat off the dollar menu. Um, put the kids to get and play to, to bed early and play a board game together. Uh, you know, find ch find some friends of yours that you're close to, and swap out babysitting. You mm -hmm. watch their kids one weekend, they watch your kids the next weekend, and babysitting's free. Yeah. And so, so stop with the hey, we just don't have babysitters or we can't afford to go on dates. I don't know what kind of dates you're mm -hmm. thinking of, but you know, we can't afford to go on some big fancy date all the time. We do that occasionally, but uh, yeah, don't 
Yeah. Don't stop dating. Or, dating. or we don't have time to date. We hear that too, you know, and, and we know it's, 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 you're busy. You got, you've got responsibilities and, and you, you got kids you're chasing after, but, um, man, you can go on a lunch date every once in a while. Uh, you know, it, like I said, it doesn't have to be a big elaborate thing, but just spending that time together, sneaking away for, for a 30 minute lunch, if that's what your calendar will, uh, you know, let you do, then that's what you do. Don't stop. Dating got you to where you are when you got married. You dated and it got you to where you were and it will keep you to where you want to be. In a sense that you're going to want to just keep dating. That is healthy for your marriage. It's fuel for your marriage. That's right. All right. Number four is talk. Talk. We talked about, you know, a while ago, just how important conversation is. You fell in love because you talked and you'll remain in love for this reason. Uh, you know, find 20 to 30 minutes a day where you can just talk together and check on one another. And you're thinking, 20 to 30 minutes? We don't have 20 to 30 minutes to just sit and talk. Um, you do. <coughs> I-, I promise you do. I mean, you have to eat meals at some point during your day, right? Uh, eat meals together. Put the phone away and just focus on each other and talk. Um, Take a little time, you know, before you go to bed each night. Uh, now, you may need to do this before you lay on your pillow because we know how, how men can be. And once the lights are out and their heads are on their pillow, they're out. You know? So don't try to talk then. Um, but sit up in bed, still have the lights on, and, you know, go over your day together. Go over what's coming up tomorrow and the rest of the week. But talk. you got to talk. Yeah, you do. And the average couple gets about four minutes a day, and that's just not enough. You can't do marriage on four minutes a day. You've got to find some time to talk. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things I love most about traveling, which we do a lot because of workshops, is we get time in the car together. And we just have an opportunity to talk. That's right. And and we we talked about this before, the difference between conversation and communication. And there is a difference. Uh, you know, <coughs> conversation is about just, just talking, building that friendship like we've been talking about. Communication is about sharing details of your day, your your life, and, and communicate, you know, really what's going on in your world. Make sure you're on the same page. Um, that's what communication is. So uh, both are very, very important in marriage. Um, but, yeah, you got to talk. Number five, do maintenance work. Now, you, you go, what is maintenance work on your marriage? That that just doesn't seem... We, we maintain everything. Mm-hmm. Everything takes maintenance. Everything. Anything that's alive takes maintenance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything we, that works. Yeah. I mean, you... Your house, you gotta you gotta keep up with repairs, or it starts falling down around your ears. Your car, if you don't, you know, keep maintenance up on your tires and you're changing your oil, uh, you're gonna start to have lots of problems with your car. Um, your kids, your kids. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta buy them new clothes. They outgrow things. You've got to, uh, you know, they gotta have haircuts occasionally. Uh, they're gonna need new shoes. They. They need well checks, uh, and we do too as adults. Those same things. I mean, we, we maintain our health. You just everything takes maintenance. Okay, and so we're talking about maintaining your marriage. I change the filters on the the heater, air conditioner, and I change mm-hmm. oil in the car. Mm-hmm. How do I maintain my marriage? What are some things that we can do? Well, don't wait until your marriage is struggling to work <coughs> on it. That's a key. Um, 
you know, if, if you if you wait until you start having all those problems, then it's going to take even more work. So if you do it before you have the struggles, it's going to be easier. Um, work on it during the good times. There's going to be less bad times. But some of the things that you can do to maintain are attending a marriage workshop um, or a retreat, a weekend retreat, uh, reading a book together. You know, and when we say together, that doesn't mean you have to read it out loud together. It means you just take turns reading the book. Maybe you underline some things. Maybe you talk about some things you read. Listen to a podcast. That's what you're doing. So, you know, we're kind of preaching to the choir here because those of you that are listening to this are maintaining your marriage. You're doing great. And and keep that up because, like we said, if you're doing this, if you're being proactive with the maintenance you're going to have less issues uh, to deal with. Yeah. So maintenance work is just so necessary in your marriage, and it's so healthy to just constantly be going. Hey, I want to work on this. You don't wait until something's broke to fix it. But if you do, but if your marriage is broke, mm-hmm. fix it. Yes. So, but maintain your marriage as you go. And if you can do this in 2022, your your marriage will be blessed. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Make it a point. Uh, pick out a book right now. If you don't have one going. Uh, find a good book and start reading it. Uh, look for a workshop that's coming up in your area. And you know, so many churches offer marriage classes. Yes. Um, and you could probably call around and ask, do y'all have a marriage class going right now? Or when will you be starting one mm-hmm. to churches? And, and somebody's got a small group or a, a, a Bible class that's currently going with a with a, a marriage group. That's right. That's right. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. So get busy maintaining your marriage. All right, so let's talk about number six. Okay. Surprise your spouse. Ooh, I like surprises. You do like surprises, and I like surprises. (coughs) Surprises are a lot of fun. Um, Something as simple as picking up their favorite candy bar. Um, I I noticed one time, it's been a while, but I noticed we were in a little kind of... uh, what do you call rustic creations? What kind of store is that? Mm-hmm, like an antique mall. A little antique mall, and there was a there was a booth that had a bunch of little accessories, little jewelry, not anything expensive. They had, and you kept looking at this one necklace about three times, and you said that would be so pretty with such and such. And and I waited until you weren't looking. You were off in another room, and and I bought that. And then all I did about the next day was hung it on the mirror in the bathroom. And I think it took you about, oh, I don't know. It took you a few hours. You walked through and you said, how long has this been hanging here? <laughs> uh, and, and all that was was a, a simple, about a $6 way to go, hey, I knew you liked that. And here's a little surprise for you. And, and man, that was, just, that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. And I can think of times when you've done things for me that I've looked at something you've seen on Amazon where I was looking at a pair of hiking shoes or a something and the next thing I know they've come in the mail for no reason. It's mm-hmm. not birthday, it's not anniversary, it's just he needs a surprise. That's right. And and that's fun. And it doesn't it can be simple. It can uh, be know, simple. It can be big or small. Yeah. Big or small. Uh, but surprises, you know, spontaneous, it's just it's fun. Uh, think about what would surprise your spouse. Um, if just throw this out there. If initiating sex would be a surprise for your spouse, that's a pretty good surprise. Yeah, do it. If your spouse <laughs> has a high sex drive, that's right. you know, that's a good thing to do. Um, figure out what your spouse likes and surprise them with it. If they're a donut or a sweets person or a chocolates, uh, if food is their tacos is their thing, <laughs> uh, manicure, pedicures, um, you know, I always know that I can grab a gift certificate for a pedicure 
and sneak it into you at some point or another, and I've done all right. You're probably going to get a pedicure sometime anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why not get a little bit of a, a pat on the head, a attaboy for, <laughs> for just getting that up front? That's right. Uh, and so one of the things that husbands do, husbands, if you're listening to this for a second, a lot of things, a lot of times husbands wait kind of until they're in the doghouse to do something like this. Um, and if you're in the doghouse, yeah, buy her her favorite candy or buy her some flowers or buy her. A, but don't don't wait to do things like that when you're in the doghouse. Mm-hmm. Do them for no reason mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, Valentine's Day's coming up. By all means, get your wife something for Valentine's Day. Get her a card. Get her chocolates. You get her something. But don't just do that on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. If the only time you are ever sweet to your spouse is on Valentine's Day and birthdays and anniversaries, you're failing about 362 other days of the year. Do some sweet stuff for your spouse. Surprise them. That's right. And and that reminds me of something that we read about, you know, saving those things for special occasions like the lingerie and the candles and, and all those kinds of things. And I, I don't remember exactly how it went, but it was kind of like, don't, don't just wait for special occasions uh, to do those things, you know, light the candles, wear the lingerie, do that, do that, you know, not celebrate <laughs> your love all the time, all the time, yeah. not just uh, once a year. Yeah. Not just special occasions. Good. So, good point. Well yeah. said. Well said. And that can, that can just flow right into the next one, <coughs> number seven, which is be romantic. Yes. But romance is different for husbands and wives. Sure. Candles and lingerie <clears throat> may not be romantic for your spouse. And so your husband may go, I, I'm not a big deal of yeah. lingerie. Um, your husband may go, I would much rather have you go to a baseball game with me or go hang out with me. Mm-hmm. He may co- consider that romantic. Do That's that. Right. And you- your wife may consider you getting in there and doing the dishes, the most romantic thing she's That's ever him. seen, That's um, you know, rather than chocolates or candles or whatever. So um, yeah, you got to know your spouse. That's where uh, that communicating and that talking, that's where that comes into play. Um, but do those things that are romantic to your spouse. The way they like to be romanced. Mm-hmm. And if she likes flowers, buy flowers. And guys, again, I talk to the guys a little bit because I'm a guy. If you will buy some flowers, buy some cheap flowers. They don't even have to be expensive flowers. Pick some up at United, Walmart. We were in... Pasadena, Texas, and there was a guy selling flowers on the side of the road, and I thought, they're making it so easy. Buy the flowers. (laughs) Um, And and either bring them home, put them in a vase, or better yet, send them to work so that everybody at her work can know, um, hey, that guy loves his wife. Mm -hmm. You know? That's a that's a healthy thing to do. So be romantic. It is, yes. Um I was gonna add something and it just left me. Well, let's do number eight. must not have been very important. Let's jump in there with number eight. (laughs) Number eight is go on a trip together. Um, It would be good for you to take a, and this may be impossible, you maybe have a tiny baby right now, you may have you may have seven small children right now, you know, I don't know. Um, But if you can pull this off, if you can find somebody, go overnight and stay somewhere and have a little time away with just the two of you. If you can get away for a weekend, that would be great. Uh, we have got a bunch of folks lined out for a cruise that are going to absolutely love taking a break and having some time all alone. Uh, we'll have some marriage classes, but mostly they're just going to spend some time together. That is so healthy. It is. I mean, you you absolutely can just focus on each other 
and you can get away from you know the stresses of your everyday life and your responsibilities at home and at work and and everybody else you know what they're demanding from you and just you know just take that time to just rest and relax and enjoy each other put it on the calendar Yes. Uh, sometimes I've looked at my calendar. You've looked at your calendar. We share a calendar on our phones. But there's been times where you've looked down and you go, I see you've added something that says trip on a Thursday and a Friday somewhere. And you'll go, what is that next month? And I go, I don't know, but we need to get out of town. <laughs> right. uh, or there's been times where you said you've added stuff to our calendar on something that you wanted to do. Just, uh, hey, we've got a heads up. we got four months to get this figured out. You know, how can we pull this off? Um, next month in Edmond, Oklahoma. That's Oklahoma City, folks. For those who don't know for sure, we're doing a workshop at the Edmond Church of Christ, and they're providing on Friday night a sit-down dinner for couples. Uh, this is going to be kind of a special workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a sit-down dinner for couples. We'll speak while you eat. Um, and the next day will be kind of the same. It's just going to be really neat. What a great way to get away from just have a break, come, come book a hotel and come to Oklahoma City. There are tons of things to do in Oklahoma City. Their downtown is amazing. And it would be so healthy for you to sneak out and spend some time together. Just do it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, man, it's just so healthy. It's just so healthy. I don't, I don't know how couples go for and, years without And we did this. And there have away. been times, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll throw this out, there yeah. have been times when we had small children that we might only could do this once a year. Exactly. Um, but it, And it might be an anniversary, and we would drive all the way to Lee's sister's um, four hours away and say, would you watch our kids tonight? And mm-hmm. we would go stay four miles down the road in a hotel and have supper together. Mm-hmm. But, but it was... A little bit of time that we got to be reminded we're husband and wife, not just mom and dad. That's right. That's so healthy. So healthy. So here's eight ways to take your marriage to the next level. And we thank you for hanging out with us through all the coughs and the snorts and the hoarse voices. <laughs> yes, thanks for I being will, patient. I will remind you, we don't do any editing. We we actually talked to somebody the other day that was doing a podcast, and they said, I spent three hours editing my podcast. What you hear is what you get. We don't have time to do that kind of no. stuff. If we had to do all of that, we would not probably we do wouldn't a, podcast no we wouldn't so uh, thank so y'all for if the doorbell rings if the dog barks if lee sneezes or coughs <laughs> we're we're gonna get it. you're gonna get it because this is raw there's yeah. there is nothing cut out of this there is no out of probably well i'm trying to think i bet 50 60 podcasts we've done i'm not sure we have ever started over in the middle of a podcast and said we've got to yeah yeah, no, we don't. Sometimes we've paused. You know, we've had to hit the pause button. Uh, Somebody walked up to our door, right. you know. You know, and then we'll have to. Okay, where were we? But uh, yeah, we've. Well, I don't think we've ever started over. Yeah, you sometimes get, at the very beginning at our intro, we yeah, we, we get tickled <laughs> or something. But we'll start uh, that over. Yeah, but you get Trey and Lee in here with uh, with no editing. So this is us. Uh, and this week you got the coughs. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you all have a blessed week. We hope you'll take serious uh, taking your level, taking your marriage Mm -hmm. to the next level in 2022. Blessings to you guys. Have a great week. See you next week.